Lesson 7, Divine Love Mediumship, November 12, 2020. Dear beloved souls, I am Jesus. I come again to speak to you of spiritual matters in the hopes that I and others may inspire the world toward spirituality, awakening, and light, so that they may know of the wonders of God's love which transforms the soul, bringing the awakening of the soul that is so needed in your world. For the soul continues to sleep in many, and the mind so active and engaged in the material world. The balance that is required between the mind and the soul is nowhere to be seen in your world other than those brave souls, merely a handful in your world, who are seeking to accomplish this balance, this awakening, through receiving the divine love of God, that which I taught and continue to teach as a truth in the universe. Today I wish to speak of communication between spirits and mortals, between ourselves and mortals, for there is a difference between what is required to communicate between celestial angels and mortals, and is a distinction between spirits of the several spheres and mortals, though fundamentally the mechanisms are the same. The capacity to make a strong and consistent rapport with a mortal by us in the celestial kingdom requires a resonance, a synchronization, soul to soul. So I will speak of these mechanisms, these material aspects of mediumship, or any form of spirit communication that can take place between mortals and spirit. The physical brain is a complex mechanism made of many components that work together to create a sense of consciousness, of perception of the world of mindful thoughts expressed in the world. For each individual upon your material plane, the way in which these components are connected, or as this instrument is fond of saying, wired, is unique to that individual. It is said that the capacity of the mind and the brain to function together constitutes a small percentage of the possibilities and power of the mind and the brain. Indeed, there are many aspects of your material mind that are not well known, nor are they utilized very efficiently. But in the case of some, the way in which these components of the brain work together allows the opportunity or open door for spirits to communicate to and through the consciousness of the individual. There are many elements within the brain which make possible clear communication once these elements are interconnected in a way that there is clarity, and the brain has normal functioning so that the attempts of spirit to communicate with the individual come to the conscious awareness of the individual. Some are more gifted than others. When I say this, I mean that these interconnections make for a favorable avenue of communication. Yet within every mind and brain there is the possibility of some form of communication with spirit. It is built within your DNA, your physical and spiritual being, and most importantly, within your soul. The soul has many aspects, as does your physical being. Yet the soul is unique in its makeup, for it has no physical element. It is purely spiritual in its component, and reflects the very elements of the divine, given that it is awakened and fully functioning. Much effort in your world is put forth to awaken the mind and the brain, to refine its intellectual capacities, to refine your physical movements, to discipline various emotions that are transmitted through your mind, 
to direct your consciousness, your perceptions, and your biases towards that which is in harmony with your cultural expectations. So much is manipulated by education, by one's parents, by the experiences that one has in life, so that certain aspects of the material mind are well-developed while others are not so developed and, in many cases, ignored. Even though almost all individuals in your world have insights and brief flashes of perception that are not readily identified with intellectual and linear deduction, rather of feeling and of perception, which is truly often of a spiritual nature, indicating that indeed these spiritual aspects of the mind and the brain are still functioning, but often come in a feeble way, transmitting weak signals, if you will, towards the conscious self. A medium is one who has overcome these biases of the mind and linear perceptions of reality, and in some way has opened the door to their spiritual gifts. So begins a journey for that individual, which may be accepted or not, for there is always free will involved in these things. But if acceptance is readily given, there are many spirits who are eager to help that individual to open up their gifts and abilities of communication and perception, depending upon the predilections of the medium. With the engagement of the laws of free will and laws of attraction, then that individual will begin to establish a routine and engagement with various spirits of various levels of progression. They will receive information that reflects their own spiritual level of development combined with their own desires and mindful inclinations towards various ideas. Their communications will reflect what is within the mind and their level of progression within the soul. Often these communications are rudimentary and are a reflection of the lower spheres, the earth spheres, which are more readily engaged by the individual medium. There are many on your earth plane who are involved in these endeavors and many who have a deep desire to be involved. As with any skill or gift that a human may express, there are those who are deeply gifted and are unnatural, as you would call them, and those who must struggle and come to a measure of proficiency with these gifts and ways of communication. Yet these things are available to each individual and may be cultivated and developed according to their will and according to the level of engagement with spirits in the spirit world. Spirits within the spirit world are eager to communicate with mortals because there is a deep desire in all of the spirit world to integrate the consciousness of spirit and the spirit reality with that of the human reality on the earth plane. Many are engaged in this work and are engaged in developing various mediums who have an inclination, a gift, and a desire to be involved. The development of a medium is not a complex matter. It primarily requires the individual on earth to desire this opening of gifts and perceptions and for them to reach out, so to speak, to those spirits who are willing to work with that individual in development. It does take some focus, some time within these spiritual circles that are focused upon development and awakening these gifts. But there is not a great barrier between those in spirit and those on the earth plane. Once the individual overcomes the biases and barriers towards this communication, often there are great breakthroughs with exciting experiences and manifestations of communication. 
I have seen over the millennia that I have been in the spirit world that this communication takes place more often than you may think, that through every culture and every place upon your planet there is an opening towards these communications, though the interpretation of these experiences may be different according to the culture, indicating that there are indeed connections and experiences made between the mortal and the spirit. This has brought about some interesting outcomes in the history of your earth, for many have been influenced by spirit. Many have sought these communications in order to make decisions about their lives. Even some leaders of your world have a great interest in being guided in their actions. Though there are none who would admit such a relationship with the spirit world, and yet many things of a positive nature have been accomplished through these communications. As this world of yours progresses in its consciousness, in openness to different levels of consciousness and potentials of the human mind, these aspects of communication will grow and awaken and be accepted by many. It is happening now on your earth and will continue to grow, for there is indeed a great plan that is being enacted to help guide individuals on earth for many on your earth plane are lost and are in deep need of guidance, of understanding the true nature of life. So many spirits come and make an effort to educate and inform you on earth of these more subtle aspects of life. I applaud these efforts, for they are necessary, though this level of truth, spiritual truth, is quite rudimentary. Yet, in regard to the overall awareness of humankind, such truths would be a great boon to humanity if accepted universally. In this way, every soul may come to know that they are upon a journey towards light and truth, towards the development, expansion, and awakening of their true selves. They must understand that their experience upon the earth plane is brief, but important and that there is much more to life than what one experiences on this plane, so that once the soul has found individuality and personality on the earth plane, they are indeed equipped to progress further into the various planes of spirit when that time comes for their transition. So much can be accomplished here on earth. It is a vital step towards the awakening and fulfillment of the individual spirit upon its path. The decisions and efforts, experiences, thoughts, and actions of the individual greatly determines the level at which they may transition in the spirit world. This very truth is vital for humanity to understand, that they build within themselves a spiritual condition while on earth of light or darkness, which reflects their actions and thoughts in the material world. This condition that is built will determine which plane of existence in the spirit world will correctly reflect the condition of the soul and the mental biases of that soul. Through many centuries, teachers have tried to give humanity basic rules and guidelines by which they may live a good life on earth. It has had some effect upon the actions of humanity, and yet so much darkness has proliferated because the free will of humanity tends to squash these efforts towards light and bring further darkness upon the earth plane. There is such a great existence of negativity upon the earth plane. It is sad for we in the higher planes of spirit and the celestial heavens to look upon this pitiable condition of human existence that has created so much suffering and anguish, confusion, ignorance, and error, where love has not been the main force to guide humanity forward. 
Rather, it is of the baser instincts and desires of humanity for pleasure, for accumulation, for mindful considerations that are wholly of human making, rather than the spiritual making that must be a part of life on earth. I digress in my comments regarding mediumship. Yet much of the efforts of mediums in the world reflect a desire to bring greater light to the world. This is commendable, though the level of information and truth that is brought through many of these mediums is rudimentary indeed. It is our wish, those of us who reside within the celestial kingdom, to make a great effort to bring higher spiritual truths to the world, and we have done so in various ways over the years. Our most successful effort was to bring forth these truths through the medium known as James Paget, and the volumes that have been published which reflect what was given in these times with James upon the earth. It took a great deal of effort on our part to establish a rapport with this individual, because he was not in alignment with the divine love truth, though he had a great capacity in mediumship. Indeed, within his soul was a desire to be used as a medium for celestial angels. It took some time, however, to establish a rapport with James, and as we moved along in our efforts, supported by his loved ones, especially Helen, he came into greater alignment with our intended efforts and our communication and connection with him. He had to first understand the very foundational truth that one must pray for and receive the gift of divine love. This took time, as no soul readily receives this gift in great abundance, but must work towards an openness and reception to this gift from God. So James struggled and continued on in his work with spirits and entertained our efforts to come close and teach through him with our words our attempt to bring truth to the world. Largely, this was a successful venture, though to our dismay, very few read these volumes in your world. Though they have been made available to humanity, few have come to them with an open mind and a willingness to learn. They have complained that the wording is archaic, that the communication is not concise, that they cannot relate to the words and the message. This is mostly because those who first approach these words do so with a mind which is highly biased and has certain expectations that their understanding may come quickly and easily through whatever avenue they are using in order to learn. This is a reflection of your earthly condition at this time, that one must come to things in an instant, that revelations may be easily obtained, that truth may be easily understood and practiced, and that a tangible result may come quickly. These barriers are great against our work, so we continue to communicate through various mediums on this earth plane. I wish to talk of how it is that we may communicate through a medium these higher truths and to establish a rapport with the celestial angels. As I have said with our dear apprentice James at the time, we had to educate him on the truth of divine love and encourage him to pray to God to receive this gift for there is nothing else in the universe that will open the faculties of the soul like this blessing that is God's essence poured within the soul. This is what ignites the various complex elements and aspects of the soul which is within each individual, though there are parts of the soul that respond to light and enlightenment of the mind and to those actions and deeds 
which are of light expressed by the individual but deeper and more complex elements of the soul are not affected by this light that is a reflection of the potentials of the natural man when an individual who is gifted in mediumship is educated as to the truths of divine love and continues upon this journey of awakening through the gift of receiving its blessings so we can then utilize the mind of the individual of their brain and their soul creating a vital interconnectedness between these two elements which make for an effective means of communication between celestials and humans a certain level of soul awakening must take place for this to be a consistent and effective tool of communication between the souls of celestials that do not possess a mind as you know it but have a soul mind that is developed and awakened and that of the individual who is still primarily of the material mind but has a measure of an awakening of the soul and its mind depending upon the progress of that individual in regard to his soul then a communication may deepen and be more complex in nature this communication will reflect the gifts of the individual each medium as with each gifted soul is different in its makeup and abilities and expressions there are very few mediums that are alike and cannot truly be compared what is important is what may come through that individual that what we intend to express and share reflects accuracy and a clarity that will communicate to those who are interested in reading or listening to these communications so in this way we require an individual who is grounded upon the earth plane and has a material mind that is capable and gifted in these aspects of communication it is necessary to marry the mind and the soul and in such a way that the deeper truths may bubble forth from and through the soul to the mind and that we can make deep rapport with that individual helping to ignite this communication this interaction between these two elements which are necessary for this communication without some soul development and soul awareness we may attempt to communicate to a certain degree various truths and ideas but that communication is often distorted by the biases of the mind and the inability of the soul to facilitate a clear union between the soul and the mind these communications are somewhat sporadic often highly influenced by the mind yet still certain aspects of truth filter through and are shared through these various mediums we are ever grateful to have those who are gifted in mediumship and are well aware and practice the truths of divine love this is a great boon to our effort this particular medium is deeply gifted in both regards of mind and soul and is well suited for our endeavors to communicate with the world this is not to say that this individual or any other individual is perfectly suited for there are still conditions within each soul each mind which cause certain obstructions and complications to this communication yet we are very pleased with the clarity of what is coming through this individual at this time so we have begun this series of talks and lessons so that they may be shared with the world our hope is that these lessons will be compiled into a book or some ways that may be shared with many in the world because these things are meant to be shared with the world we continue to speak of various truths in simple language and with a desire that any individual may understand what we wish to convey since so very few in your world are tutored in the ways of spirit communications and the ways of understanding the soul 
So we must begin with foundational truths and rudimentary understandings of the nature of life, the nature of the individual, the nature of the soul, the nature of God. We will continue to do so, beloved. At this time it is important that humanity wakes up to their own true selves, to their own true potentials, to their own powers of decision-making, of being able to know the truth, not only within the mind, but within the soul. If but a portion of humanity awakens to these things, then the true healing of your world may begin. The true transformation of your world from such a dark and dismal place to that of its intended beauty and light and clarity of truth and expression of truth through every individual upon this world of yours will bring a great difference to the world. That humanity may be awakened and come to know what is available to them in life, what can be accomplished, what can be experienced, what can be a great joy in the awakening to the truth, and what can be harmonious in a world that is created to be in harmony. Our desire is that many open their eyes, their ears, their minds, and the soul to spiritual truth, to truth of the nature of the world in which they live, and the truth of God that has created all of these things and has a deep desire to communicate with every soul in whatever way they are able to. There is much for humanity to learn. There is much that can be given, but it requires their desire, their need and efforts to come to truth and light. As the conditions of the world continue to deteriorate and intensify in darkness, so the souls of humanity are crying out for relief, for light, for acknowledgement. It is these cries that will intensify as conditions make life more difficult. This very unpleasant situation will in its way bring humanity to its knees and yet encourage each soul to cry out to God. These hard lessons of life are created by your collective thoughts and efforts and those of your ancestors, and on it has gone for millennia upon millennia, building such conditions because the will of men has been to be independent, to be removed from God, and to establish one's individual power and control and mastery over the world. So these conditions have multiplied countless times with each life lived upon your world, some within the light, many within the darkness, not because they have chosen consciously to do so, but because they are unaware of what might be, and what constitutes truth and a light and an opportunity to grow within themselves, within their soul. Yet there are many spirits and angels who are making a great effort at this time to communicate with humanity, to show the way, to help interrupt this great chain of error and darkness, thus helping humanity to see a different way of life. As the conditions of your earth change, and there is disruption and turmoil, so humanity will forcibly be given the opportunity to see the truth, the truth of their own condition, and the truth of what the world has become, and the truth of what is possible to be in the world. And thus they may make a conscious decision as to what they may be in the world, what they may express, what has been the outcomes of the soul's desire in a world that contradicts all that God has made, his laws of creation, his laws of love. If humanity chooses to open themselves up to the possibilities of communication with us in spirit and with God, 
then the truth will come as a great torrent flooding the world with light. So God's love will pour upon every soul. So great healing and reconciliation between humanity and God and all the spirits of the lower spheres will change the very nature of this world of yours and the lower worlds of spirit, uplifting them and bringing them to light and greater harmony. This is one of God's laws, that harmony must come in the progression of all things in the universe. So harmony must come to your world, and harmony is destined to come to your world. So we all work together to help bring this destiny to fruition, to make it a real and palpable thing, where humanity may come to grow and be enlightened in truth and love. I thank you, beloved souls, for this opportunity to speak today. I will come again and speak of other things. We will express as much truth as is possible through this instrument. In the conditions of your earth plane, there is much that can be given. I appreciate the efforts of this dear soul and his mate and all of you who pray and act to reinforce light and love in these efforts. I thank you and I love you all. God bless you. I am Jesus, Master of the Celestial Heavens and I have come and will come to uplift you all. God bless you. God bless you, beloveds.